stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. And here we go. Let's get to it. Good afternoon, folks. Rob Breckenridge with you. Afternoons on News Talk 770 and a very busy Thursday afternoon. 974-8255 is a telephone number. 974-TALK. Certainly want to hear from you today. A lot of ground to cover and we'll tell you all about it. But I want to get right to this because this is a pretty fundamental question in our society. Do you feel safe in your community? Right. This is kind of the pact we all agree to, right? I mean, basically, our laws are kind of a rundown of things we don't want to happen to us. We don't want harm to befall us or our loved ones. We don't want our things stolen, all of this. And so that's what we agree to in society, that we're going to make those things illegal because we don't want them happening to us. So our perception of how safe our communities are, that's a big question because we do worry about these things happening to us. We do worry about harm befalling us or our loved ones. We do worry about our property being damaged or stolen, right? So these things do matter to us. And I think because they matter so much, we can be hypersensitive to what we hear in the news. Uh, And certainly media accounts uh, about uh, murders, especially, or other kinds of crime, It might create a perception in our minds that it is a big problem. Well, maybe it isn't necessarily the case. Look, don't get me wrong. Perception matters. We need to feel safe. And if there's a a disconnect between what the stats are telling us and how we're feeling, then maybe that's a separate kind of problem we need to address. So is Calgary becoming a less safe city? Do we feel as though it's becoming a less safe city? Now, police, for example, they've been dealing with uh, eight homicides over the last few weeks on top of everything else they got to deal with. Uh, So we had, for example, this quote this morning. This is Superintendent Steve Barlow. We are staying on top of it um, and that that the uh, crime rate is going up across the city. Okay, so that sounds ominous. The crime rate is going up across the city. And I think sometimes people have that perception, well, maybe where I live is safe and that neighborhood over there isn't safe. And a comment like that makes it sound like maybe nowhere is. But I think we got to put all of this in perspective, too. Certainly we have seen an an increase in crime, the downturn of the economy with the opioid crisis and other factors. I don't think you can deny that we've seen that. In fact, the numbers from StatsCan showed a pretty big jump in 2015. Those same numbers also showed that there was a decrease in 2016. So how do we put all of this in perspective? I want to bring into the conversation uh, Doug King. He's a professor of justice studies at Mount Royal University. Doug, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Rob. All right, so what are we to make uh, of a comment like that from police today when they say, look, crime is is getting worse. The crime rate is going up in Calgary. Yeah, you know, uh, um, I'm a bit surprised that the the superintendent made uh, such kind of a definitive statement um, that it's it's going up in the city. Um, I think we need to kind of wait to see if that is actually the case. Um, uh, What do the uh, statistics say? I I think that's really important. I think when we've gone through over the last month eight homicides, it it would be easy 
uh, too often trying to say the eight homicides are part of a trend within the larger community and crime is getting worse and and, and so on. Um, but, you know, just give you some kind of historical context and history is, you know, as good as and as good as you want to take it. Uh, crime in, in Canada and crime in Calgary has dropped 35 percent uh, since the mid-1990s and that is not just crime rates, but it's also the severity of crime. Uh, so um, how, how you explain that is that if you um, look at all the crimes that are taking place in Calgary today and in Canada today, uh, a fewer, uh, a, a smaller percentage of them constitute uh, what we would call severe crimes, crimes against persons and things like that. So, you know, we will experience for sure, year to year, um, ups and downs. Um, you're correct that the crime went up in 2015 and then it dropped down in 2016. So we'll, we'll just have to wait to see what's happening now. But just to give some context you know, for the for the homicide numbers and things like that, um, by my uh, quick research, we were hovering around 25 homicides this year, 25, 26 homicides. Last year we had 33. Yeah. Year before we had 39, right? So, um, you know, we really have to put a lot of context in terms of, um, you know, when when uh, an official for the Calgary Police Service says crime is going up. Um, yeah, you know, I my, I caution and, and say, let's not be too quick to say that. Let's see what the statistics say and, and go from there. Well, homicide, yeah, homicide is is interesting because it's sort of obviously. I mean, it's you know the worst of of the crimes, and it's uh, something that's infrequent enough that we can count it, uh, and and people kind of know these numbers year to year, and. Yeah. I mean, there was a year not too long ago. I think we only had 11 one year. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that necessarily meant Calgary was safe for that year. So do no. we need to separate the homicide numbers from other crime stats? Well, uh, um, we do in large measure. We look at something called um, crime severity rates. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, uh, developed by Statistics Canada. And they look at violent, uh, violent crime severity rates and nonviolent crime severity rates. And uh, there is ample evidence that Calgary is about in the middle of the pack uh, within the within Canada. We're not the most uh, uh, um, dangerous city, and we're certainly not the the least crime uh, um, city in Canada. Um, but again, it, it, I, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, oftentimes it's a matter of perception as opposed to reality. Um, there's something in, in uh, criminological research called the, the halo effect, and it goes like this: that if you were to do a survey and ask people how safe they felt in their homes, people would say very safe. Then you would ask, say, okay, let's step outside into your neighborhood. How safe do you feel? Well, I feel a little less safe. Um, in my neighborhood than I do in my home. Well, what about in the larger city? Oh, I feel less safe even there. And it's the halo effect, right? That um, the further away you are from um, what you own and what you control, the more uncertain you are about your risks of victimization and things like that. 
Well, and how do we address perception? Because sometimes it can be almost like a, a PR effort where, you, you know, you're trying to convince people yeah. that, hey, you know, things are, are better than you think they are, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, a very long time ago, I used to work with the Calgary Police Service and was very fortunate to know um, Chief Jerry Borbridge at the time. And he, I can remember him once saying very clearly, uh, facts are friendly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the statistics are, put them out and talk about them and explain them and and those kinds of things. Um, um, so I think instead of the police making comments like, uh, you know, the crime crime is going up across the city. Um, I, I think we need to be more kind of empirical and, and look at the numbers and, and actually, actually find that out. But then also recognize um, that, uh, that people's concerns about fear of crime and concerns about safety uh, are real and have to be addressed. And that often comes down to not just how you talk about things, but how visible the police are within your community and so on. Uh, one of the great advantages of a community-based policing model is that it actually does lower people's concerns about uh, about their personal safety, makes them feel safer. And, you know, um, there's nothing better than, than seeing police officers um, walking a beat or talking to people as opposed to driving around in a car. Yeah, that's a big point, too. I mean, um, you know, certainly there have been a lot of controversies around the Calgary Police Service. And, and I mean, the question has come up that how important is it for people to have faith in the police service and how does that relate to their their overall perceptions of of how safe the city is well i think i think the police, uh, um, confidence in your police um, is a really really important factor um, i recognize that the calgary police service has gone through you know some pretty rocky times but you know in the final analysis i suspect i have no empirical um, uh, knowledge of this is that they uh, most members of the public will separate out all of the issues related to the harassment issues and um, you know internal morale issues and say you know when push comes to shove we have a pretty good police agency when it comes to keeping us safe um, and investigating crimes and things like that so I think people you know my my own sense and my own hope I guess is that uh, the the person on the street is actually much more sophisticated uh, consumer of crime-related information, then we might oftentimes give them credit for. You know, we often will say, oh, the media can uh, swing public opinion about how safe a community is and and that. I, I personally don't think it's that simple. I think it has to be um, you experience something that makes you feel unsafe, and then it might be reinforced in a uh, news article or in how the media covers it. I don't think yeah. the media actually drives how people feel related to their safety. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point, too. Um, but it underscores the other point. I mean, every yeah. crime matter. I mean, every crime has an impact. Somebody's impacted when, when a crime occurs. And, and even mm-hmm. if we are relatively still a very safe city, it doesn't mean we should be complacent. If we've got issues around so the opioid crisis or the downturn in the economy, we, we need to address that. Oh, oh very much so. Um, uh, in, you know, a case in point, something that I'm uh, concerned about uh, as we move into 
um, the next couple of years here in Calgary. Uh, we've just gone through a municipal election, so um, perhaps it's the cynical person in me that says now the city council will look to start trimming budgets. Um, they wouldn't do that before they go to go to the polls, but they're going to do it after they've won election. And if if uh, you know there has been talk that the Calgary Police Service, for example, is going to be limited in its uh, expectations for budgets in the next couple of years, that is incredibly dangerous. We are a growing city. Uh, we do need more police officers, just you know, just simply to get to serious traffic accidents and and uh, replace people who are retiring. And you know, those are the kinds of things that, in the long run, if we erode the quality of a service, um, eventually people will notice that and they'll say, well, you know, geez, things aren't as good as they are they were 10 years ago. And once you start to lose public confidence, it, it's hard, it's easy, it's hard to get back, it's easy to lose. So um, I, I, I would hope that, that, you know, the Calgary Police Service gets its fair share of the budget. I guess we'll find out. Doug, we'll leave yep. it there. Appreciate the insight. Thanks for making some time for us here. Thank you. All right. That's Doug King, professor of justice studies at Mount Royal University. Uh, so, again, I mean, it's important to keep some perspective. I think he's right. I think if you've experienced something, that's going to matter a whole lot more than whatever the stats tell you. If you've been victimized, that's what matters. And that, that you know, it happened. And there's no one doing that. Whatever the stats tell us about the crime severity index, whatever, doesn't undo what happened to you. Getting a lot of texts coming in here, 403-974-8255. want to share some of those with you. If you want to jump in on the phones, you can do that as well. I'll tell you what else is coming up on the program today. Busy show for you on a Thursday afternoon. My name is Rob Breckenridge. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.